Okay, so with this episode, I'm going to re-answer the Quora question. Why is it that the left labels anyone who voted for Trump a member of a cult, but won't assign the same level on those who vote for Biden? So remember all the outrage over Biden shot at Trump, where you referred to Trump as a semi-fascist? Well, Trump eventually went ahead and proved to his critics that, yes, he is a fascist. By dining with Holocaust denier Kanye or Ye West and the neo-fascist Nick Fuentes. On top of that, Trump went even further, proclaiming that we need to terminate the U.S. Constitution if it prevents him from returning to power, which is yet another sign that, hey, this guy might be a fascist. If anyone supports him at this point, they are either outright fascists or severely mentally compromised, have no understanding of politics, or are simply operating on cult-like loyalty. In truth, it's likely some combination of all those options in most cases, though MAGA-BS comes in a truly wide variety of flavors. Democratic voters can be cult-like sometimes, but not quite as often, and usually not nearly as intensely as a Trump voter, okay? They are more likely to care about actual policy, such as Biden's student debt cancellation plan, which the far-right Supreme Court may try to ruin altogether, as if the government forgiving student loan debt is unconstitutional. But hey, that's where we're at right now. The, you know, the Supreme Court is wacky. It's, uh, what happens when you have a bunch of far-right people put into power? But anyway, where, where does this leave us um, with, with this distinction between the two parties? While both Donald Trump and Florida's imitation of Trump, Ron DeSantis, are currently leading Biden in some polls, which include the real clear politics average, or at least this was true when I first wrote this little uh, article back in December of 2022. I haven't seen the most recent polls, but the point is they're shockingly close to where Joe Biden is. Remember when Trump came in, liberals were protesting in cities all across America as the Trump train rolled into the White House. The far-right ascendancy lambasted the anti-fascist or Antifa people at the chaotic inauguration protests. Later, some on the far-right would deny that liberals get arrested for protesting, fairly or unfairly, claiming only the January 6th rioters were treated savagely. In reality, however, 217 inauguration protesters were arrested in 2016, and of course, plenty were also arrested over riotous behavior in the Black Lives Matter protests in 2020, and not all who were arrested likely deserve to be arrested, okay? I mean, that's just the facts. Some of the anger over Donald Trump's successful election seemed irrational to some, but much of it was justified, and it all seems far more justified in hindsight. Not only did Trump commit some major crimes, but he normalized neo-fascism and white nationalist talking points at a time when they previously seemed in decline. 
and normalized conspiracy theories and cult-like loyalty to a national leader in the United States. As Kevin Frum noted in the Tennessean, many in America are so angry that they are willing to let their anger eclipse their reason, and Trump fits this narrative. To some, Trump was a breath of fresh air against a sick, rotting system, and they thought he would be a very good president. We now know how it all went together to make the worst features or take the worst features of that sick, rotting system and elevate them to the most dangerous and even cartoonish levels. And all of Trump's elements went together. The very sleazy aura of Trump pairs well with the narcissism, which goes with his lying, which goes with the criminality, which goes with grifting, which goes with his campaign, which goes with fellow grifters joining him, which goes with an immense pattern of lies that includes cult-like QAnon believers and bizarre rhetoric about a demonic portal opening up over Biden's White House. As stated by the goofball extraordinaire, Roger Stone, pair this with thugs like the Proud Boys and the Oath Keepers, and you have some elements of fascistic brown shirts to make more physically real sense of it all with fists and weapons. Yes, at the end of the day, that is what it will all be about. When all semblance of legitimacy has dissipated, you'll just have a bunch of thugs who want to dominate American culture through brute physical force and impose their ideology on everyone until we're absolutely, absolutely compelled into obeying the cult. This is where we are right now still, and it's a strange and horrible place to be.